Yo, 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 JC in the house. Let's introduce my boys. Check it. The Ghost Adventures crew, led by Honky Zack Bacon. Then there's Aaron Goody, Hilarious and Raven. Billy Tally is fierce. Jay a little cutie. Stick him in a crawl space to catch some ghost booty. I miss him, Nick Groff, part of the OG crew, but he ghosted on the bunch. Let's start him something new. So tuck yourself in for a spooky little pod. I'm your host, Lynn, to give my boys a nod. Pump up the spirit box. Obviously. Hey, hey, hello, everybody, and welcome to I Love Ghost Adventures, the podcast. This is Lynn, your host, and I'm here to tell you all about Ghost Adventures, the show, and how much I love it. See, I switched it all around there. So this is the podcast where I talk about how much I love Ghost Adventures, in case you didn't get that in the uh, original intro. So... This week, we're talking about Season 25, Episode 3, Haunting in the Hills. And of course, we're talking about the Hollywood Hills. Uh, BT Dubs, this is Episode 55 of the I Love Ghost Adventures podcast, just in case you're uh, counting. Okay, so getting back to the Ghost Adventures crew and Haunting in the Hills. The show starts... Zach's, you know, by himself doing an intro about the episode. He's saying that up in the hills, these Hollywood hills, there's some sort of weird spiritual energy. If you've seen lots of Hollywood movies and things, you might note that there's a lot of kooky stuff and things happen up in the hills. Good, bad, creative. There's a lot of creative energy up there. A lot of music is created there. So, yeah. Could have some special spiritual energy in those hills. So they are going to this woman's house. Her name is Holly Madison, not Dolly Madison, like the delicious sweet cakes. No, Holly Madison. She just happens to live in Hollywood, but Holly Madison's house and her house was built in 1926. And apparently her house is haunted. She has been living there for like nine years, um, but it sounds like things have gotten, last couple years, things started to happen more and more, where she was hearing lots of things. She said that she would hear, she would hear noises like something was falling down, like falling down onto the floor in the kitchen. But then when she went to go investigate, there was nothing there, right? Which I thought was like, oh my gosh. Remember when I said at my house, I used to hear the sound of like someone dropping a remote control or something all the time, like in the front hallway. And there was never anything there. It just sounded like it, which was super weird because like, well, what is that sound? So it made me think of that. And um, I haven't heard that sound in a, a long time now that I think about it. It's been a couple of years, I would say. But yeah, it was more so when I first when we first moved into the house, that I would hear that sound a lot. But definitely nothing was ever there. So that's what Holly was saying. She would hear something like like falling down, like something heavy or something coming down onto the floor, and she she would never find anything, right? Nothing fell. Um, she said she the sounds she would hear, she would think there's an intruder in the house. And, of course, when she'd go investigate, there's nobody around. Um, apparently doors would start flying open and clearly she's the only one in the house so it was just like what is that what 
made the door fly open, right? It was a spirit. What is it? One day she said she heard a voice like someone standing behind her in her ear say, hello. And so she, of course, once again, thinks there's an intruder in my house and someone just said hello right into my ear. Oh my God. And she said she turned around. No one's there. Clearly nobody's there. That would freak me out totally. I mean, I've got goosebumps just thinking about it right now. So yeah. Holly also said she had a seance in her house with Patty Negri. Remember Patty Negri, the uh, psychic that's been that's worked with the Ghost Adventures crew quite a bit, especially when they're in Los Angeles. So apparently Holly knows Patty Negri as well and had a seance with her and some of her friends present. And they said she said that when during the seance they heard the sound of the front door deadbolting like this big clunk sound of the deadbolt of the front door and of course nobody was around and that's a pretty significant thing to happen you know it would take a lot of force or energy to deadbolt something it wasn't just like something that could just happen they said that was um pretty freaky for them so we meet holly's friend bridget and she said that she also had an experience after the se- the seance in the house. She said she saw someone in the upstairs room. So she heard noises and then she saw a, like a dark shadow or a person or something, something dark pass by in this room. And of course, nobody was there, right? So then, of course, Zach has to go talk to Patty herself. And Patty said he had... Zach was asking Patty if she had made contact with any spirits during that seance. And Patty said that they'd made contact with a male spirit who had lived in the house before and said he liked to collect antiques. And Zach was like, holy cats, hold the phone because I did some research on the house. And in 1938, there was a guy a doctor, Dr. Joseph Reese, who lived in that house, and he liked to collect antiques, just like Patty said, of that spirit that came through, this male spirit. And Zach was saying he found like a newspaper article of this antique sale he had in his house. And Patty was saying, well, I've also heard things like he had a hot and cold personality, like he could be real grumpy sometimes, and he could, you know, be nice other times. So they think this might be the spirit that's living there. And maybe, you know, he's angry with Holly some, for some reason. And Zach said, well, Zach said, hey, you know, I'm a collector. I'm a collector of haunted antiques and, you know, items. And he's like, I know I get really possessive of my collection. And if people start messing with them, I get really angry. So perhaps this guy, Dr. Reese, is the same as Zach. He's angry because people are touching his stuff or maybe he's perceiving that people are touching his stuff. I'm not sure how much of his original stuff is still in the house, but you know, maybe that's what's making him restless. Holly even said that at one point and while she was in the house, she started feeling these feelings that were not her own. Like she'd never had this sensation before that she was feeling feelings of someone else. And then she said she started getting really angry. So perhaps it is this Joseph Reese guy who's mad at her for being in his space or touching his stuff. Who knows? So 
Then Patty Negri was saying to Zach that she thinks the hills are a vortex or a portal and has an energy. And apparently there was like some society called the Crotona Society that had their headquarters just like down the road from this house. And it was some sort of psychic society, psychic society named Crotona that was down the street from Holly's house. So that could be, you know, why there's energy in the hills or the energy in the hills could have created, you know, people seeking out places to do psych- do things with their psychic energy because the hills themselves already have psychic energy, right? So, you know, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Was it, you know, the psychic energy that brought, you know, these psychics there? Or was, did these psychics bring all the psychic energy into the hills? Who knows? We don't know. But anyway... Zach's talking to Holly some more, and she says that she encountered some creepy creature by her garage, and she thought at first it was a coyote or something, but then the more she kind of saw saw it, she didn't really like see it, but she like kind of saw it moving around, and she said it looked like a person on all fours kind of creeping around, which freaks me out. I don't even I don't even want to imagine seeing something like that. She even likened it to Gollum in Lord of the Rings, which is a creepy creature. Anyway, if anyone saw a creature like that, you know, creeping around their property, they'd probably pass out and die or something. I don't know. I would probably pass out and die. Anyway, so that Holly saw that by her garage, and then she said another time that she had heard a growling and a like a gnashing of teeth sound like outside her gate. And she happened to be just saying that to Patty off camera and Zach's in the kitchen. And he's like, hey, hold on a second. He's, he can hear her. She's still wearing her mic too, obviously. That's why we can hear her. And Zach's like, hey, are you saying that you heard like a demonic growl and all this stuff and you didn't tell us? And she was like, well, I didn't, you know... I didn't want you to think I was going crazy or whatever. And he's like, you got to tell us these things. You know, it's very important that we know everything that's going on in here. And especially, you know, if it could be a demon, because you got to know if you are dealing with demonic forces, because that's a whole nother ball game, right? I mean, spirits are one thing. Spirits of people gone past are one thing, but something inhuman, like a demon or you know, some satanic presence, that's something very serious and it's very dangerous. So it's kind of like, um, we should kind of have all the information. So Zach made her tell him this story, the story about hearing the voice, the growling and the gnashing of teeth. So then he talks to an employee, like the, this handyman named Gerardo. And Zach was asking him like, have you had any experiences? And the guy's like, yeah, I've had several. He was saying he was up in the hills doing something or whatever, and he felt something touch him. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, he knows he's like tumbling down the hill, like he, somebody pushed him or something. So that's pretty serious because that could be dangerous, right? And he said that Sometimes when he's in the property or in the house, he just gets these weird feelings and always gets like goosebumps and things like that. So he's sensing an energy around him when he's there. So Zach starts to 
try to communicate with this Dr. Joseph Reese, right? And he's got the tri-field meter and he's talking with Holly and they're in her living room or something. She's got a Christmas tree up. This must be last Christmas. So when this was filmed, clearly it's not this Christmas because it's not even Thanksgiving yet. And I'm really far behind. So anyway, so he's talking to Holly in her living room with the Christmas tree and he's got the tri-field meter and he is saying like, are you the doctor or are you upset about your antique collection? Did you have lots of antiques? And the tri-field meter spikes, like it spikes all the way up to 10 or something. And Zach's like freaking out like, oh my God, that thing just spiked like really big. So he starts to ask more questions. He asks if the spirit, you know, Dr. Reese or whoever is in front of Holly because Zach is standing like in front of her, like, you know, safely distanced away. But he's got the tri-field meter between them. And he says, are you standing in front of Holly now? And all of a sudden he starts to feel cold, right? And the tri-field meter reacts again. You get, he gets another spike. And then he's standing there in the living room. And he had said, can you do something? Can you flicker the lights or something? And he's in the living room. And all of a sudden, they've got this like canned lights in front of the fireplace. And one of the canned lights starts flickering, like a slow flicker. And Holly's like, I've never seen that do that before. So that was interesting because he had just said, can you flicker the lights? And he was asking questions and the spirit or whatever would flicker the lights in response to his question, which was pretty intriguing. So cut to the next day and Zach's saying that they had left cameras running inside Holly's house while she was sleeping and they hadn't even reviewed the evidence yet. So we're going to get back to that later, but they begin their investigation. So Zach's like, Jay's going to investigate outside, you know, where there's a creepy golem type, perhaps demon type creature, you know, we didn't want to investigate that, you know, all the spiritual activity in the hills. And, you know, let's not forget there's like bobcats and mountain lions and coyotes and probably snakes and, you know, wildlife that could be very dangerous too. Let's just send Jay out there, you know, in the dark to be uh, eaten by wolves or whatever. You know, Jay, Jay's always up for it though. He's like, cool beans, I'm out there. So Zach, Billy, and Aaron stay inside. And Zach starts to use the XLS, which is like an SLS, but I think it has a thermal cam on it too or something. And he's using that inside and he's trying to capture the spirit, you know, a stick figure of Dr. Joseph Reese on the SLS or XLS. And he's saying it could, it might also be a man named Lester Coley, who was a juror who sat in on the Sirhan Sirhan trial, who was the guy who assassinated Robert Kennedy. So he was uh, one of the jurors on that trial who apparently had lived in that house too. That's really the only thing we hear about Lester. Doesn't really come back again. We're really um, focusing on Dr. Joseph Reese. So Zach, Billy, and Aaron are in the house, and all of a sudden they hear footsteps upstairs. Like, oh my gosh, there's footsteps upstairs. And of course, then they're like, all right, we got to go upstairs and investigate, right? 
And then they're upstairs trying to investigate. And of course, they hear some crashing sounds downstairs. That always happens. It's like, let's go upstairs to investigate the thing upstairs. And then all of a sudden, crash it, crash downstairs. Oh, let's go downstairs and investigate this thing. You know, it's like, I feel like the spirits are always putting them like on a wild goose chase, right? So they're upstairs and all of a sudden they hear things crashing downstairs. But that crashing sound is actually caught on one of the X cameras that is left running and you can hear it. It was pretty loud. So that was cool. And you can hear them talking upstairs too. So you can hear like, you can tell they're upstairs when this thing is crashing downstairs. So cut to Jay. He's investigating outside and he starts seeing an unexplained light in the distance, like up the hill. So it's like looking up the hill and he knows there's no houses up there because kind of like looking up the side of the hill. So he's like going to follow this light. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, is this one of those Ignis Fatus or Will of the Wisp lights that, you know, people keep chasing and chasing and, and it's like this ghostly light that they keep chasing and they never find anything, but they get misled in the darkness trying to find follow this light that they can never find. So I'm like, oh my gosh, Jay is getting himself into trouble because he's following this uh, Will of the Wisp light that he's never going to find, right? So he heads up the hill, right, to follow this light. So Jay starts to climb the hill and the hill's really steep and gravelly. And I'm thinking, oh man, this is not going to end well. Like this has the potential to end very badly because we know Jay's record for falling down things, falling into holes, you know, tumbling down stairs, you know, getting stuck in crawl spaces. I'm like, this has the potential to go very badly. So come on, Jay, let's be careful. All right. So he's like kind of scrambling up the side of the hill. So for some reason, they cut back to the Holly interview which happened earlier. And Holly says that the day after the seance, uh, part of one of the ceiling in one of her rooms fell down. Not sure why this is mentioned now, but there was no earthquake. It wasn't water damage, but it happened to be the day after the seance that part of her ceiling just crashed down, which is just weird. Just mentioning that because that was mentioned, which was just whatever. Okay. So Zach's inside and he starts to feel these cold air masses inside and Zach's trying to catch or an energy meter. He's trying to catch something that he's feeling this cold mass on the meter. So now Aaron is in is using the spirit portal device trying to get some voices. He gets nothing right. Nothing comes through. But then Billy is using the paranormal puck and, you know, you type in questions and the paranormal puck responds and it, you, it's a readout of the answers. And this says adjust like, I don't know, you guys got to adjust your methods. You got to adjust your devices, whatever, because like Aaron was kind of screwing around with that spirit portal trying to like figure out why nothing's coming through. Like maybe he's on a different wavelength. I don't know. So. Billy gets adjust. So they're still down. They they're downstairs again and they catch a sound that sounds kind of like a ball rolling upstairs, but it's not quite caught on camera. So we don't really get to experience what they are hearing. That would be cool. Something like a ball rolling upstairs. So now we are, we cut back to 
Jay, who's on the side of the hill still, and he's climbing up and he's setting these trap cameras around, you know, to catch things moving along the hillside. Because like you said, there's lots of animals around. And then Jay says he hears something running in like in the woods or in, in, uh, in the brush, let's say, on the side of the hill. It's not really woody. It's kind of scrub brush, you know. And he hears something running, but he's like, I can't, I can't tell you what it is because I know there's all sorts of animals here. It could be a bobcat, a mountain lion, coyote, whatever. So I can't tell you what it is. And then right when he's talking about that, Holly's security camera catches a bobcat walking right past her front door up her driveway like toward where Jay is so it's like um excuse me Jay there's a bobcat coming your way you know you might want to be careful but he doesn't know this of course he he doesn't you know he's up on the side of the hill he can't see that there's a bobcat coming towards him which is it's caught on camera and it's super cute super cute but it looks like the bobcat's kind of tracking something or tracking him and it looks like he's like hearing something his little ears are kind of radioing in on something so that's a little scary but also adorable because it's an honor so uh yeah so there's a sweet sweet potentially dangerous nonner walking around outside all right back inside zach aaron and billy are upstairs and Zach starts to feel something different. And he says, I'm feeling something in this room that's different than I've felt before in this house. Like, he's like, I'm not sure what it is, but it's definitely a different kind of energy in this room. He's like in this back bedroom or something. And he's sitting on the floor and he's trying to communicate. And at the same time, Aaron starts to hear some walking. So he like, us off to find the walking. Zach is sitting there on the floor and all of a sudden he says he sees something with his own eyes in front of the dresser. Like There's a dresser sitting there. And at the same time, Billy, who's shooting Zach in the room, catches this dark shadowy mass like coming down the dresser right between Zach and the dresser. So this thing whatever Zach is seeing is uh, actually caught on Billy's camera too which is awesome and scary and you're like what is that and I'm like freaking out all right so that's happening and then Zach says he feels something touch his hands touches his hands like that's not cool like don't be touching me right and Billy's like so freaked out by the energy in the room. He doesn't even want to go inside. So he's basically shooting this from the doorway because he's like, I'm not going in that room. That room has a weird energy. And clearly there's something weird going on in there. Some Zach feels like something touches his hand. He sees this black mass. It's caught on the camera. I mean, yeah, something's in there. So then Zach starts using the polter pod. And then all of a sudden he feels something touch the top of his head. He says it feels like a staticky energy, but that it also has mass because it like he could it felt like something touched him like on the top of his head and he was freaking out. Right. As you would if something touched the top of your head and you're in this creepy room where you're, you had just felt something touch your hand and you saw a black mass. 
So Zach's using the polter pod and all of a sudden he gets a female voice come through the polter pod and it says, do you want a family? I mean, it sort of sounded like that. So we're going to go with that. We're gonna, that's what the guy said it sounded like. So do you want a family? And then a male voice comes through and says something, but it's really hard to understand what he says. But it's like also a couple words. And then the female voice comes through again, the same female voice. And it says, we're having a family or we're having family. And Zach is like, this is what we hear it saying. Is that what you guys hear? Like asking the viewers to weigh in on what they think it sounds like. It doesn't sound like that to me, but I can't. I mean, I listened to it several times. I cannot even tell you what it says because it didn't sound like the last word sounded sound like bumbly or something to me. I don't know, but I can't even tell you. So I'm, you know, I'm no expert in spirit voices through the polter pod. So I don't know. So I don't know what that's all about. This, a man and a woman voice coming through. The woman keeps talking about a family. The man says something. We don't know. I don't know. If we, is it the spirit of a couple who's maybe trapped there and they're just, you're kind of maybe just playing their conversation? You know, maybe this these are can't conversations they've had in that house and it's just sort of like a residual spirit voice that comes through, you know, a conversation between the woman and the man about starting a family or we're having a family and all blah, blah, blah. Who knows? Who knows why spirits are there or why that energy may be left behind. But then Zach asks, well, where are you right now? And a male voice comes through and says, very clearly, it says, staircase. I mean, you could hear that one clear as day. And it was very loud. And it was a male saying, staircase, in response to Zach's question. So they're like, oh, my God, something's on the staircase. So because Zach feels like when he was alone in that one room, he was getting responses. So they decide to all split up, right? So Zach is alone. Now he decides to go into Holly's bedroom to investigate. Billy goes into that room where Zach was. Funnily enough, the room Billy didn't even want to go into, but he goes into that room. And then Aaron goes down into the basement because they hadn't really explored the basement yet. So Zach's lying on Holly's bed and he's got digital recorder and he's asking questions trying to communicate with the spirits and all of a sudden he hears footsteps walking outside the room like outside the door of the room and it's they're really clear pretty loud and it's a lot of them like someone actually like walking with mass outside the door so Zach radios all the guys like guys where are you just to make sure nobody's actually walking around outside of his door but you know Billy says he's sitting in the room where he was he's sitting on the floor he hasn't moved Aaron's like I'm all the way in the basement I've you know been down here so wasn't either of them so those footsteps were pretty legit and they're caught on camera so while Aaron is in the basement he is using the obelisk and he's asking about you know this man who used to live there the collector and he gets Three words, England, stuff, and constant. And he's like freaking out. I was like, oh my God. Because he, because this guy who lived there, he was a collector, right? So he had lots of stuff. And he collected a lot of stuff from England too. And the constant, maybe he was constantly collecting or he kept them down there 
kept his collectibles down there constantly or whatever. Not really sure what the constant was, but, you know, he can speculate. speculate. So England stuff constant came through the obelisk. So now, now Billy's in a different room because he's sitting on a bed. So I, maybe it's a guest room or something. So Billy's sitting on this bed and he has a static meter right next to him. And you can see the static meter lights up right next to him. And it's interesting because it doesn't just like flash, you know, flash a light. But you can see how the static meter picks up the energy from left to right. And it's like, it's almost as if something's walking or moving past the meter, which is pretty dang freaky. Goosebumps all over again, you know. And it's funny because Billy's trying to ask a question and he's like, are you... Because something happens and he like starts to feel the energy of of whatever is with him. And I think he's asking like, are you ne- with me or whatever? But he's like, are you? Because, <laughs> because something he's starting to feel something right in the middle of his sentence. So he can't even finish his sentence. And that was kind of funny. But you see the static meter light up again. And it was pretty amazing. So now... Zach's inside still. He's in the bedroom and he gets a phone call and it's Jay. Jay's calling him on the cell phone and Jay is like, he says something jumped on him and that he's hurt. So Zach's like, oh my God, I got to go rescue Jay because, oh my, you know, we don't want, could be an animal, could be a bobcat, could be something that jumped on him and now he's hurt. So there's a camera up on the hill where Jay was. Jay was doing a, a session with the parabolic microphone on the side of the hill. And then all of a sudden, it looks like he sees something or something startles him. And he's like, whoa. And he like falls, tumbles down the hill. And you can see where the parabolic microphone stand was still up there and like how far Jay had tumbled down the hill. And he's like all scratched up and bruises everywhere. And luckily, this tiny tree kind of caught his fall. He got kind of tangled up in this little tree because if he had gone a few more feet, there was then like a 45-foot drop-off down the mountain. So it's a good thing this little tree caught his fall because he could have been more severely hurt if he fell down a cliff, right? So Zach's like really upset by Jay getting hurt being all banged up so he decides to stop the investigation for the night so cut to the next day and the guys are reviewing the evidence for holly so they're showing the things that they got on their cameras but they also want to show her the things that they picked up the night before the night when she was in the house and she was sleeping and they had the cameras set up so she's like sound asleep in her room under the covers you know you know, being all sleepy sleeps. And the camera downstairs catches this loud, well, first it catches like a loud knocking sound in the kitchen. And it's totally picked up on the X camera. It's just like a knock, knock, you know, it's like very clear knocking sound. And then later on, I don't know if it's the same camera or it's a different camera, but it's downstairs. And it seems like the noises are coming from the kitchen again. 
and it's like a loud crashing sound or maybe it was her library I think she said maybe it was her office because she said it sounded like someone went right into her office and just like knocked a bunch of things off the shelf like it was like crash 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 and the thing that was freaking me out was like some of the things that were like falling and hitting the floor sounded kind of like you know what I said that um, I was hearing this like remote control or whatever sound hitting the hardwood floor that's kind of the sound it sounded like to me and I was like ooh I'm like was this is this a common sound you know do spirits like to drop seemingly plastic remote control items I don't know but again like she said she came down there the next day and there was nothing out of place so whatever this crashing sound and all these things that sounded like they were falling off a shelf or whatever they weren't actually falling off the shelf in real life so this is very strange and then as you're hearing the the series of things crashing off the shelf or whatever right before things start crashing off you can kind of hear like some footsteps like a couple heavy footsteps and then things start crashing down so that's pretty intense you're like okay your house is haunted and so that's what they're like so you know your house is haunted right holly and she's just like yeah for sure but that was the evidence they gathered in her house and it was pretty cool there's a lot of um some sounds here and there some footsteps some mysterious sounds like a ball rolling and things crashing things like that we didn't see any doors opening and we caught nothing on the sls or xls camera no figures which is disappointing for me always but um it caught some voices through the polter pod and through the ovalis and the polter puck or the paranormal puck too got a voice or a word through there so yeah i mean it was you know pretty good as far as evidence goes got some good stuff and then of course the mysterious light that jay caught out in the side of the hill what was that was was it a will-o'-the-wisp was it trying to lure jay into danger who knows there was an amazing bobcat caught on camera, which is not paranormal, but it's adorable and a little scary because you don't want to encounter a, bo- a bobcat in the middle of the night, in the dark, on the hill. So um, that was a little scary, but it was still adorable. And uh, yeah, static meters responding, the lights flickering when, you know, Zach's trying to communicate and the lights were flickering in response. So that was pretty cool. So yeah, they have some cool evidence in this episode. Again, not too many hijinks. Actually, well, not on purpose. You know, Jay falling down the hill. Is, I mean, it was not funny, but Jay tends to fall down things. So uh, gotta be careful. Um, but yeah, no uh, wackiness by the guys this time. I don't know, because it's clearly in the middle of the pandemic. Well, we're all still in the middle of the pandemic. But clearly when they were filming this one it was like the height of the pandemic and they were all wearing their masks they're doing the social distancing but maybe the whole pandemic thing was kind of you know making things not as fun you know they were it's hard to be funny and lighthearted when there's a deadly virus spreading through the world and killing people and it's still happening guys a year later so Again, please get your vaccine, get your boosters. Thank you. It's a public health issue. And if you're like one of those people who says like, I don't believe in the vaccine, it's not a belief system. 
it's a scientific fact and it's a public health issue. So it's not a belief system. It's science. So please just go get your vaccine. Okay. Thank you so much, everybody. You guys are the best. And hopefully all this craziness will be done very, very soon. It's the holiday season coming up. So everyone have a happy holiday. Be safe. You know, wear your masks and do your social distancing still because it's still a thing because not everyone will get vaccinated. So please be careful and have a great holiday. I mean, I'm hoping I will be recording before the holidays just in case. Have a great time. Um, Please email me at iloveghostadventurespodcast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at ilovegacpodcast. And uh, yeah, just let me know how things are going, what you want to hear, that you like the show, that you're actually listening. Please subscribe, follow the show, like it, comment, whatever, whatever you can do to help the show get more listeners and followers, because that would be great, super great. All right. And uh, just thanks so much for being here with me and being so great and being an awesome fan. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And I guess I'll just talk at you later. All right. Bye-bye.